0: Hello everyone, I'm one of your hosts, JT, sending tons and endless amounts of love and healing and prosperity to you today. I'm coming at you from Los Angeles, California, and we are back with another episode of That's Right, Blackout. I have my fellow co-hosts, Sid, Kim, and Chase here with me today. I hope y'all are ready to jump into some extremely interesting topics, because I am. So, let's black out. I'm gonna go ahead and hop into some current events that I did wanna go ahead and bring up and talk about. So, one of the first ones, um, I did wanna get into the topic of like medical racism, especially when it comes to Black women, um, when we go in for childbirth and labor. Um, there was one young lady I was thinking of in particular, her name is Shaasia Washington. Her story just broke this week. I'm not sure why, because it did happen back in December, but of course we know that we don't find out things until later. Um, she basically died during childbirth. She was 26 in Brooklyn, New York, um, in one of the hospitals out there. Uh, I believe it's called Woodhull, Woodhull Medical Center, if I'm not mistaken. But basically, uh, she went in for routine stress tests, according to Rolling Stone. Um, She was a few days past her due date, and the hospital decided to keep her for observation when they saw that her blood pressure was ridiculously high. Um, The hospital ended up giving her Pitocin, basically, which induces uh, labor. So basically, inducing her uterine contractions um, and basically asked her, does she want an epidural? Um, She did hesitate, but she did go ahead and agree to it. Her boyfriend was also there at the time with her. And he did say that basically out of nowhere, at one point they were running her down the hallway into the operating room. Um, when he basically asked what happened, they told him that the baby's heart rate was dropping, which wasn't true. Um, the baby was perfectly fine and healthy, but um, Asia so- did end up going into cardiac arrest. They did perform CPR on her for 45 minutes. And then she was later pronounced dead. Um, and we do see these stories a lot with Black women who end up going into labor in the hospital. Um, don't make it out necessarily all the time, considering that they may be um, complaining of some complications they're having and they're just being ignored. People aren't really necessarily taking them serious. So I did want to know you guys' ideas around it. Like, how do you feel? Um, what were your responses? Anything you guys want to what bring up? What was her name again? Sha Asia. Sha Asia.
1: Oh my God. Wait, so they, so like, so like they just injected like a bunch of, like, I'm looking at the article right now. So like they just injected a bunch Mm -hmm. of stuff in her to keep her chill. And she just had a reaction to it, basically.
2: Wouldn't inducing the labor make her blood pressure spike? Exactly. They in, yeah, they basically
0: induced her labor because she was already a couple days past her due date. So they gave her Pitocin, which does induce labor. Um, As far as the cardiac arrest and basically where that came in, I'm not 100% sure. If you do see something, then let me know. Um, But they did do CPR on her and she did end up passing away. I know that her husband, I believe, is trying to file a lawsuit. Um, I know that he definitely is organizing protests, for sure, at the hospital.
2: Mm. I feel like we see too much of this happening all the time and not even just with pregnant black women just black women in general I don't know what it's like for black men but that's one fear that I have about going to hospitals like I don't get checkups or go to hospitals like that right like right now at least or I've never have before but just seeing it right now is like one we don't have enough black people in the in the medical field And, you know, the medical field, as far as, like, hiring doctors and nurses and everything, or people even pursuing a degree in the medical field, um, it's really biased. It's a biased system. And I just saw something today where it was a black medical student, and he was pretty much saying how they teach them to only be able to diagnose white people. Mm Mm-hmm and they don't teach them how to really diagnose Black people, or they refuse to teach them how to diagnose Black people. And he pretty much has to come out with his own course of how they pretty much diagnose Black people because there's, like, a lot of underlying things that us as Black people don't notice. Right. And that, you know, whenever we do go get checkups or we do... Get checked like for stress levels or if we have a disease and we're in pain, you know, they refuse to give us medicine um, because they think that we'll get strung out on drugs or something or we'll get addicted to it. And then half the time, we probably can't even
1: afford the medicine.
0: Right. That part.
2: And, you know, there was one lady, like one black woman, she said she had to ask for a receipt of her medical bills. Because they tried to charge her, like, over $30,000. And whenever she asked for the receipt, she looked at the receipt. One, the receipt was much, like, the amount on the receipt was much lower than what they told her. Right. Like, much, much lower. And in reality, they had added extra shit on her bill or spiked up the cost of her medicine that she was supposed to be prescribed. Um, Just to get more money out of her or get more money out of her insurance. Right. Wow.
0: That's so crazy. L- I, don't, I don't know. I feel like, especially when it comes to Black, like I said, Black people in general, but more specifically Black women um, in this case, it's like we're not taken serious i've seen a couple stories of black women going into labor at hospitals and they would just have complaints of just things that were abnormal to them that they knew mm-hmm. weren't right in their body um and the nurses and the doctors wouldn't pay it anymore paid any attention and sometimes i really wonder like where that underlying notion comes from like why like i know it's for my mom you guys know my mom has sickle cell and whenever she goes to the hospital or she has to go and get medication while she's in the hospital, they don't ever um like trust her pain levels. Like when she'll tell them how much pain she's in, it's kind of like they don't take it serious. And I don't know if that necessarily comes from people just always looking at us as being strong, which is absolutely ridiculous, even though we know, like I said, we're powerful, but I don't
2: think this idea true. of us huh? I don't think that's it, because right now, like, being this whole pandemic and everything, pregnant women have even less rights than they did before. Uh, Pregnant women in general, any race or anything, um, they have even less rights before, especially the fathers. Like, the fathers right now, they can't even be in the hospital when the baby is born. They can't go to the checkups to check and see how the baby is doing. Uh, Family members can't even go check at all but you know they don't have like pregnant women don't have that as as much of a support system now um going into these hospitals and you know black women because that is such a high rate of morality deaths uh while birth like giving birth um you know they're there alone so the family probably won't even find out what really happened and you know, being that um, you know some of these uh, COVID cases, like COVID death cases, they're being falsified. If y'all haven't noticed that, so well, yeah. like say she went, yeah, yeah say she went under cardiac arrest. They're just gonna be like, oh, well, she had COVID for a while, so we just re- wrote that on the birth certificate. But the baby is healthy,
1: right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy cuz like um I think they were saying like there were some reports out in like Atlanta and Florida and uh Michigan like they were like sending out like false reports now allegedly but I'm not saying if that's like true or anything like that but like I I I've heard some things so like I don't know like I could see how that could uh how that could be a thing
2: but just like black people in general like especially like when you see like these police killings and all that, they always blame it as they have an underlying condition that caused their death when really it was the doctor's responsibility or the police officers' responsibility to make sure that they made it out of that situation alive. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna add, uh, Kim, did you have did you have any commentary before I move on?
3: <laughs> nah, not not really. I mean, it's just it's weird. Okay. I mean it's just was,
0: crazy how shit goes, but Yeah. I was gonna say, did you guys have any um like solutions or suggestions as of how we can create like a better birthing experience for black mothers? Well,
1: we we need more I would say we need I would say we need more discovery, like I would say they we just need more people to discover like the anatomy of the you know, of the of, of the black body. I mean, apparently they don't know what they're doing, so we need to see what's up. You know, what I am saying, what's the difference between you know what they know, and what you know, and what we about? Because
2: I mean, they always know what they're doing, but they have a choice. Well, if if our women exactly. are dying, it's not clear they, they want to do something about it. If our women are dying, then it's clear that they
1: don't know what they're doing.
2: Well, that's because their complaints are being ignored.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I'm complaining with them. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not arguing anything. I'm saying like I'm complaining with no, them. Like, yeah. So we need to see what's up. like. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, why run scams on stuff you don't know? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just fraud. That's and just you know, so I, fraud to me.
0: That's the thing. I feel like I feel like I agree with Sydney. I don't think it's necessarily that they don't know um because even though like of course we do have differences in our health we still are it's still a woman's body you know what i mean so it's like it's not that you don't yeah it's not that they don't necessarily know i think like she said there's a choice there's so much information that's out there especially if the women are complaining to you about certain complications they're having and they're basically being pushed to the wayside and kind of just being ignored they definitely know that's where i feel like the racism comes in well then, well, then um, explain i
1: the covid situation because like they're saying that us black people are getting infected more than any other race that's out here so it's like so obviously and so it's, it's affecting clear, lower
2: income neighborhoods
1: well yeah but like
2: where is it's a it's like pretty much a sea pool of people of color like i said previously before in the last episode um and they're affecting these communities where there's a lot of minority people, people of color because uh like you know healthcare and everything it's harder for people of color to even get healthcare these days.
1: That's facts. That's facts.
2: So I feel like it's all about population control.
1: I think so too, honestly. I think so too. I mean, it's got to happen some kind of way. And where else would it be but, you know, where life and death begins at or is that you know what i'm saying so yeah
0: i feel like oh yeah i feel like too we also um i looked a lot into like natural birthing and like birthing centers um midwives doulas that are more holistically trained when it comes to the body especially when it comes to black women and giving birth and going through labor Um, probably having more birthing centers in our own communities or at least, like, more, like, um, medical professionals that may be black. I know that we kind of struggle with that. Sometimes we don't have a lot of black doctors or, like, a lot of black nurses. So are you insinuating
1: that we have some more diversity hires? Or we need to integrate? Not necessarily diversity hires, because I hate being labeled as a diversity hire. Cause you know most of these hospitals right. don't have you know black doctors like that, or if they do, they have them as nurses or something like that. We don't have no black. We don't have any system. black right. surgeons or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't have we don't really right. have too many. I feel mean, like it's hard system, to yeah.
0: I feel like it's hard to say diversity hires because you know that they often, like, it's the same thing with schools where they, like, pull people in just because they want to look diverse and they're actually not.
1: Exactly. I
0: think it goes more into, like, inclusive training. And I feel like with, even with that, sometimes you can only do so much because people have to be receptive to wanting to learn mm. more. You know what I mean? Or, like, receptive to wanting to mm. get rid of their bias or whatever they're holding on to. Um, if it, if it does look like that, where there is more training in the hospitals as far as how to handle these situations, then yes. Um, I feel like even that's kind of questionable. I personally, I, I, if I were to go with like an ultimate solution, definitely birthing centers. And I know that a a lot of women don't know how they feel about that simply because they don't know how they feel about natural birth. Um, especially considering that there is no medication. when you go through yeah when you go through a natural labor um but there are other alternatives there are like water births you know what i mean like just different things to help soothe the pain i feel like it's a better option um at least for me personally i think than going to the hospital and and taking the risk and you're with someone that you you trust and that's very well trained in this you you know what i mean so i don't know Mm -hmm. Hmm. you could do I it like i mean at home, home.
1: i, I thought better. about considering it i thought yeah.
0: they have at home births or they have they have like a birthing center where you can still do like an at-home birth but you're at a center with multiple people that are trained you know like at a facility Listen,
1: if at home is like in the cards which it is i'm, I'm probably gonna have to like <laughs> see if i can do you know what tiana's doing or something you know what i'm saying get like mm-hmm. erica to do you know my my thing I. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not your I'm just saying. <laughs> you just gonna call her up if it's possible. I mean, I'll, I'll save up. You know, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. she in Dallas. That's like not too far from where right. I'm at. Yeah, she is. That far. so you know.
0: It look. I'm uh, Tiana had her baby on the floor in with some headphone cords and really? a husband like in a towel. Tiana Taylor.
1: What about her?
3: Y'all are talking about Tiana Taylor and Erica Badu?
0: Or- no, he no. was talking about Tiana as well. He was saying how he wants to do what she did. But she had her baby at home. No. I don't know if she necessarily planned on it, considering how last minute it was. But she ended up having her baby at home. Her baby was perfectly healthy. And her husband was the only person that was there to deliver. That's dope. Him. See, I wouldn't mind something like that. I wouldn't mind something like that. Mm-hmm. I
1: don't want to run into like a situation like, have y'all seen Talladega Nights before? That movie, no. Talladega Nights, nice, yeah. with a uh, Will Ferrell. Uh-uh. No.
0: Yeah,
1: I have. Um, in the beginning of the movie, he's like, I guess they're in like a car or something like that, while she's like in labor or whatever. Like, I don't want to have a situation like that from being real. Like, I would rather it just be like, you know, what I'm saying, like, oh, my water broke. All right, let's make the uh, let's make that trip real quick. Not necessarily. Oh, it's coming out. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Now I gotta, I gotta eat all through traffic just to figure out where the hospital at because they like to be like 15 miles away from each other from, for, for some that for part. some reason, for some odd reason.
3: Well, I have an idea. Um, Originally, I was going to come out and be like maybe black-owned uh, hospitals, and I did the research that there's only like about 200 government-owned hospitals, uh, including ones on bases and stuff. But... What I was looking at was what if they just brought the price, not the price, the cost of the education for getting getting certified for all that, becoming a surgeon and all that. Right, um, right now, the people who are in those positions typically are the people who were supported by a good deal of money because the shit's oh, not yeah. cheap. And there's like hella people who would like to do it, but you Definitely. know they just can't afford it.
0: Exactly. It, it is a weird. lot. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper too to go ahead and get uh, your doula certification or to become a midwife than it would be to have to go through one all those years of schooling of being a medical doctor. And then obviously we still have situations like this where they still don't know what they're doing or just choose to act like they don't know. But another alternative option, which is a lot safer, at least for us, you know. And the whole yeah. thing with that is mm-hmm.
2: because that's why uh, police defunding is so important because the government puts so much money into these police departments instead of putting it into education um, so that people can get those certifications or put it into hospitals so that people can get cheaper health care. Yeah.
1: Health care? What's that? Okay. So you know. I said health care? <laughs> no, <let me> <laughs> no nah, i'm joking we that don't me. get it no nah, i'm joking no nah, i'm just saying because like <laughs> most black people we don't really get that you know what i'm saying like and you know a lot of the jobs that apparently uh you know most you know african americans are forced to get don't really offer it that much or if they do it's not you know as great yeah it's true so you know yeah, so that brings us back to 2020. <laughs> so, right,
0: that part.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That
0: part. Okay. I was going to go ahead and move on to my next topic, which was something I saw today on Twitter that blew my mind. And I don't know why I was so shocked, considering that I kind of knew what was going on, on other sites. But I saw someone basically posing as an artist selling art um, I sent you guys the link. I don't know if you guys necessarily looked at it, yeah, but posing, yeah, as an artist selling art of these child, these these children's portraits, basically um, for like ten thousand dollars, and basically running a low key sex trafficking ring, mm-hmm. right? And so I did a mm-hmm. little bit, yeah. Like, I did a little bit more research. You know, that sounds similar. You see, that it? sounds <laughs>
1: similar to that Wayfair uh, situation that's going on right now, too.
0: Yes, I was. I was just about to say, I did some more research, and it's happening on Wayfair, too. Oh,
1: my God. What is up with that?
0: (laughs) So, I literally... Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask, because I know we kind of... It's such a difficult conversation, because it's just like, what do you do? Like, how do you fix it when it's something that's so expansive, and it's something that runs so deep? And we obviously see it happening within our own government, if we want to keep it a buck. But... What do you guys, how do you guys feel like children are being pulled into this? Or how do you feel like they're being, like, manipulated into this? Like, how do you feel like um, it's continuing? And then if you guys have any, like, solutions, like, please feel free to post them to me. Because I'm interested to
2: hear what y'all got to say. I mean, I feel like it's all a mental thing. Because you got to be one sick-ass person to be selling a child, to be selling a human in general. And like for what? Like I don't understand. Like what is benefiting these people who are actually right. purchasing these human beings who are taken against their will?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like you don't have a, much of a soul from being real, like at all. Cause it's like, dude, like, do you not have like a mother or a sister or an aunt or a cousin?
2: You know. I mean, if you're here, you came out of a vagina. You know
1: what I'm saying? But it's like, it's like, where Boy. do you? What do you value? At this point, what do you value, people? What is your where where your morals lie at this point? Because it's like, dude, like, who does this?
0: Who do- There are none. The money, the, the money is calling.
3: The crazy thing is that they could be having children of their own.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, does your child need a playmate or something? Like, if that's the case, and just make another child.
3: Now
1: it's di You
2: know, be now, so it's different for <laughs> me.
1: Get outside and go find something. Now, friends. to me, now, <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I do have a brand. So, like, it's, for me, it is different when a female or someone is like, is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how, I don't know how to say this without.
0: Say, say what you say. What you're saying. Like it's different if like, like no, if a
1: chick no. is cool with it. You know what I'm saying. If you're reading between the lines, if you know what I'm saying. But like with this situation here, it's just awful. Like <laughs> this is just awful. Yeah. yeah, this is just awful. Like at all.
0: Well, I don't think I would hope nobody would be cool with it. Because no, no, are, no, no, no. It's not like prostitution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't. Where they're getting like a I don't check. Think any of you it's know what cool. I mean? Or like I don't a think cut. It's cool at all? But I
1: like. I want to keep out a buck when I know it's still going on. So, like, mm-hmm. so, like, mm-hmm. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, di- you know, there's still two situations that's out here right now. So, like, yeah, that's what I mean. But, like, yeah, this, this whole little yeah. human traffic thing, like, come on, dude. And then
2: it's, she like, sick. I mean, and the scary thing is, is that, right, like, especially, like, out here in Fort Worth, that shit is so like normal like you can't go to the mall you can't go to the store without right. somebody being acting suspicious or approaching you or following you around because yeah. like you don't you never know who is watching you like and it's not even just a certain race which is what people fail to realize it's white people it's black people Latinos
0: Children in general,
2: yeah. Just people yeah, in everybody. general.
0: They were snatching up kids from the protest.
1: Yeah.
0: Kids children were going missing from the protest. That's how
2: common and normalized this is. But I
1: don't think kids should be going to a protest for go- anyway though, if I'm being real. I
2: don't think yeah, I don't think kids could because anything can pop off. Yeah. I don't I don't think mm-hmm.
1: kids should be brought to a protest in the first place. But, but these are, I do feel bad and prayers children. go out to those uh to those families or those children though for sure though
0: exactly do you guys feel like you have like any um solutions like or just anything you think that I know we're we're only four people but just like anything we can do to help maybe diet down or just bring more awareness or make some type of impact like something
2: there are people sharing their stories that are like able to and mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know if I've told Chase or Cameron, but I definitely told Jalen that it happened to me, but I was smart enough to get out of that situation because of the way right. my parents had taught me. Like one, I don't fuck with strangers in general to begin yeah. with. So I think it's about teaching our kids, like instilling our, like lessons in our kids that you don't talk to strangers at all because kids are very friendly people and you know, they're blind to what they don't know what's going on in the world right now they're not able to fully process or understand it so just teaching them that you never talk to strangers if somebody tries to attack you I mean you know teaching our kids how to fight I know that's probably you know violence isn't the best thing but self-defense yeah and you know I know that there's people way bigger out there but you know I feel like a kid could honestly oh, kick an adult's ass if they were properly trained.
0: Right. And then also to keep in mind coercion, like, say, for example, some some kids, maybe like 15, 14, or just in general, teenagers, do date older men. You know what I'm saying? Think that, thinking that they have something better to offer them, like if they run away from home, if they're kicked out, if they're on the street, like whatever the case may be. And sometimes these older men basically take hold of that and manipulate them and- kind of talk them into walking into these rings to where they're trapped and they literally can't get out um how do you feel about that like do you feel like that kind of starts at home with the whole coercion thing or just feeling like there there's manipulation there like how do y'all feel Mm
1: -hmm. i'm gonna let i'm gonna let y'all go on that one Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can jump real quick. I'll see what's
2: up. (laughs) It's a difficult... It's it's
0: hard. There's so many layers to it. So it's like, how do you... I feel like kids who grow up with stricter parents...
2: I feel like kids who grow up with stricter parents do shit in spite of their parents because, you know, they don't have that much freedom to do what they want to do. Now, there are men on these social platforms who... You know, are sliding into these kids' DMs purposely, Yeah. like knowing what they're doing. Why the doing.
3: fuck do kids have social medias?
2: That's so the thing. I saw a five-year-old. Honest. I saw a five-year-old who had a social media, and they had more followers than me. Yeah, I'm not with that. Right. I'm not with that. Not at all. My little brother. He watches. um, He, he like whenever he gets home. He's automatically on YouTube on his tablet, and there are people. There are people under those comments, like trying to lure kids (laughs) in. I'm like, first of all, there's so much access. A grown ass man doing a kid's video is weird as fuck to me. Yes,
0: there's so much access. They have. I feel like kids nowadays, and even now, the grown ups too, they have access to the kids, but. There's so much room for access. Like, they can easily go to their profile. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Trick them into thinking they're somebody else. Have
2: them meet up. And it's something completely different. I think it's... I think people target kids because it's too easy. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I th- and I, I think easy it's to some, mani- it's easy to manipulate a kid. I feel like I feel like it's like very it's easy like, to manipulate a
2: child.
1: I think it's like possibly some like cult religion type stuff possibly.
2: Why I don't even understand why cults exist. I don't understand that either. And if that's your religion, if that's your religion, you need to reevaluate your values because
0: Wait, Chase, you saying you believe the whole pedophilia thing is yeah, like, a cult? like I think it's like type they or
1: like the sex trafficking yeah like I think it's like a code or something like that like a conspiracy or something that's like that's behind it and all that cause like I don't know like this is just this is just crazy dude like and it's ridiculous amount of people though that's the thing you know so yeah right. I, I don't right. know it's like yeah it's like you you, you don't know you know, and then that, that can,
0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that kind of like brings all.
1: me to the whole like Vanessa Guillen thing, you know what I'm saying? With the whole mm-hmm. situation with her and this is, and this is our whole, this is our government we're talking now, you know what I'm saying? This is our military. um, Right. And something like that goes on. And then one of the lieutenants there, this little matchstick built, uh, let me watch my words. <laughs> Uh, say, yes, saying, please. that, uh, you, lady. <laughs> you know, said that, uh, you know, that, you know, you, you paid a price, but you paid a price for not, you know, getting a price of admission and being into the, into the, into the force or into the military unit. So it's like, what? You know what I'm saying?
2: Or that if you want to join the boys club, then you got to understand that this is what comes with it.
1: Yeah. Like, are we serious? Like. Is you serious? Like, right. is she even still on the force? Is she? Is she still? Is she?
2: I hope not. That bitch should have been fired.
1: Yeah, because that would that should not fly. That should not fly. They should have known not to trust her. I mean, look at her hair. But I mean, she, <laughs> good night. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> he did not attack her hair. He always talking about somebody' hair. You
1: gotta, you gotta keep the hair together.
0: <laughs> I can't. Okay, y'all. So I'm gonna go ahead and move into our topic for today, which is centered around black love. Ooh. Um, more specifically on how, yeah, um, different layers of it though. So more specifically on how we can support each other and better understand, um, understand and overstand, and respect each other. So something um that did pop up for me. Um, that I noticed, uh, I told you guys the other day, I was watching the Grapevine's podcast, their panel. Mm -hmm. And they basically had different guests on there from the trans community that were black, um, just talking about their experiences, how they felt people, um, especially our black community could better support them and understand and just have better respect for them. Um, and just understanding the struggle and just the fight and how it, it may be a little bit different based on our intersectionality and our different identities. So um, in regards to um, the topic of a lot of people, a lot of trans women that have been killed lately, um, do you guys feel, I don't wanna necessarily ask you guys cause I know that none of us uh, identify as trans so be a little biased mm. of course. Um, but do you feel like there is an element of respect there? What do you think we can do to better understand? Do you feel like religion may put a blockage on that or just things that we've been conditioned to believe or things that we've been taught about our identities and who we're supposed to be and how we're made? You know what I'm saying? How do you um, guys feel?
1: I could say I could say a bit of both, if I'm being real. Because, um, okay. you know, um, yeah. coming up, you know... Everyone learned that Adam and Eve were first on Earth and all that stuff. So, like, everyone's been conditioned to that theory, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then we've all been conditioned that right. a man and a woman uh, were supposed to be together. Um, and then, if anyone, mm-hmm. you know, most people are usually biblical when it comes to situations like that. When they pull the Bible out, um, yes. so yeah, so like. That's why I'm, and you know, and that, and for that being that case, you know, that's where, you know, the conditioning comes into play for like generations. So I could see it being, I could see it being both. Yeah.
2: Okay. I mean, to me personally, I feel like religion is all a facade and, you know, I'm, I hate to say it, but some Christians are hypocrites in a way. Because, you know, if, you know, we scream uh, Black Lives Matter or, you know, Jesus loves everybody. Everybody literally should include everybody. But, you know, if we're preaching these things. Their conditions. Yeah. If we're preaching these things, then we need to understand that we need to support everybody, even if they're different from us. Well, said. So because we're all in we're literally all in the same. We're all like we're we're all in the same (laughs) fight together. It doesn't really matter who you are because literally skin tone, like our skin tones run everything. Facts. It don't matter, like uh like I could be uh bisexual and I walk into a job, you know, I can I choose to share that information. I don't even understand why that should even be a box that we have to check on these job applications? Exactly. But exactly. Um, exactly. But even then, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a thing I shouldn't have to check a box in order for people to. That's like another way for somebody to discriminate against me.
1: Well, Nana, Nana, yeah,
0: well, and for you to, and for you to keep yourself in well, a box. Le, too. Let me, yeah. Let me, so you know, now,
1: now, let me say this. I just feel
0: like if we. Le-
1: well, let me say this. Let me say this. <laughs> For the sake of argument, before we oh get God. to that page, on that time. page, it does say voluntary, though. So you don't
2: necessarily You have to check that box. If I open, it, says if it does say optional. This is the thing. Hey <laughs> y'all, this is the Could thing. If I. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Now
0: In
2: like time. I said this is for no, the sake the of thing. argument. <laughs> but wait, just say it. if you see me if you see me owning my blackness, owning my femininity, owning my sexuality, loud and proud and happily and being very open about it no matter if it is voluntary or not. No, 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 I agree. I don't even think I that should I don't even think that should be on the list. I don't even think that you know that should be something that should be up for discussion. No, I
1: agree because it's not your I personal matters, business to know again, who I who I lie but with. But then again, some of the jobs need to now keep account though. Okay. Most most places need to keep account, like how many men and how many female they
2: got on their staff. But oh, even oh, then, really, about right. sexuality, I filled out job. I filled out job applications where I had to put whether I was straight, gay, bi, lesbian. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. all of that. I don't even understand oh, yeah. why that should that, be up for discussion yeah. because it's nobody else's business who I like. Okay, with. yeah.
1: I've seen some applications like that, and exactly. yeah, that shouldn't be anybody's business. If yeah, that shouldn't be anybody's business. And exactly. that's what I'm saying. Like, I agree.
0: And for me, I feel like Go ahead. And for me, I feel like it's a it's a problem to me because the option the way they list it out is extremely limiting. Like when you look at race, it's like you're African American or black. It's like okay. Which you can identify, but there are so there's so much diversity within being black. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very, it puts you in the specific box, and I feel like it reinforces the idea yes, that you definitely. have to stay there. Just like how Sydney was saying, how like on the, um, on other applications were asked about your sexual preferences or how you identify. Why is that something that needs to be reinforced for a job? Why is that something that needs to, even if they do say they take it just to, to take count? You know what I'm saying, and just to keep track. But why mm-hmm. is that something that has to constantly be reinforced as if that's our entire identity? True. You know what I mean. Okay. That's what I, have yeah, I just, and going yeah, back to what Jalen was
2: saying about and going back to what Jalen was saying about you know the black community and the support within all of these different sub sections within our community. You know, black women, black men, black gay men, black trans people, black lesbians, all of that. You know how we fail to lean on each other in these times of needs because of our differences. And like I said before, we preach in Black Lives Matter, but we don't even matter to ourselves right now because we have all of these biases within our community based on skin tone, sexuality, gender, age, all of that. I agree. Because we have these... False values instilled in us by, like I said, the Bible is pretty much a lie to me because it was written school, mm-hmm. by a person who's yeah. not even. Just everything we're taught. Yeah, like- everything we're taught in general, you know, I feel like it's all a lie because we don't even get to learn about ourselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, right. you know, people deem it as okay to judge another person based on their skin tone and based on their sexuality and based on their gender hindering them or stunting their growth just for the sake of superiority but when in reality I feel like all of the whenever yeah. people bring up black on black crime and stuff yeah it's offensive because that's not what the whole fight is about the fight is about I mean yeah they have a point because you know we are killing each other because of all this hatred that we have for one another or, you know, it's always a competition within our community or, you know, we can't see somebody the same as us, even though we bleed the same color, we come from the same background, we have the same, you know, kind of cultural identity, but we also have these differences that stops us from supporting one another.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: what do you guys feel like um i'm really interested in mixing up like the guests that we have i would be 100 interested in having someone who does identify as transgender to come on and just give us more insight because obviously we don't know everything and we don't have that experience Mm -hmm. um and haven't walked in the shoes of someone that has walked that path so i'm really curious to see how like you know what i'm saying they could change our perspectives maybe give us more insight on what we're thinking and just build upon what we're saying i'm sure we will learn a lot more um i noticed too as far as when it does come to um the conversation of transgender women more specifically black transgender women who have been killed more recently and just across uh, across the decades across the years Um, A lot of it has been, they've been targeted by men and sometimes more specifically black men. And I guess I have questions on what that's about, um, where that stems from. Like, do you think it's a masculinity thing? Do you think it's because they've been taught to, it's the complete opposite of what they've been taught? You know what I mean? Like, where do you think that that stems from or that hatred or where do you think that comes from?
2: um just i mean like capitalism. you said before religion has something to do with it I, I don't think it's capitalism but like even like
0: do you guys have friends that you've had these con conver- like had uh, this conversation with or it's come up and you've heard things that you didn't like or just like, like i'm just curious like what do you mean like
1: like just having an uncomfortable conversation in general
0: no, I mean, like about this topic, like has the conversation about transgender women or just even transgender men ever come up like in your friend circles and like what's been said? Um,
1: most of my, if I'm being real with you, like my friends, yeah. uh, I want to say I have more friends from like high school that are more, you know, that are in that community. So, and I'm, and you know, I've actually gotten mm-hmm. real close to them. So like most of the people that I've right. met here in uh met here, you know, where I go to school at it's been a different it's been a different environment over here uh just because like you have you have this battle but then like the people that I've encountered have been like pretty disrespectful towards, you know, that community. So like I've caught myself right. in positions to where mm-hmm. I've had to defend, you know, defend them. Because, you know, I got, because I have family right. that are in this community. So, you know, I don't want nobody right. feeling some type of way when they come around. Of course. Right. I mean.
2: Cameron, you're awfully quiet. What about you? <laughs>
1: um,
3: well, see, the way that I feel, I have friends that are transgender, gay, or anything of that sort, um. Found myself in the same position as Chasing, uh having to defend them in kind of a way. But I mean
1: mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I do see I can is, see I, don't know. I can definitely see um I can definitely see how like it's been a battle for, you know, it's a battle for everybody. But like I don't know, like what I don't like is it being forced upon us though. I don't like it. That's and that's yep. just me. Why do
2: you what, <laughs> what do, you do you mean being forced? What do you feel like, like is being forced upon school
1: systems giving us educating us on on gay, on LGBT history and stuff like that? Like they do. Well, I mean in Illinois that's what, what they're history? implementing. So it's just like oh. I mean, is it necessary? I mean this isn't necessary for us to have our own section for, I mean, if it's a concentration for someone, I could see if it being necessary. But if like, let's say if we're like an elementary or middle school or something like that, like this isn't necessarily, you know, we could like mention it in like a passage like, oh, this, he was an openly gay, you know, uh you know. It's something. not even like, that because sexuality, have to or how somebody feels, we don't have to force it. I don't feel like we have to force it because then now, like, I feel like it's up to the parents to have that conversation with their children, not necessarily for the school systems to teach us.
2: Well, this is the thing. I don't think it's being forced. I think that. Okay, maybe having it as a class is probably not the That's best what I'm saying. thing. But you know, by educating people, by educating people on these types of things, like, you know, as they should be doing with black history, Latino history, all of that. Um, if I feel like it's more of like a safe space for people who feel that way because, you know, they don't have you know, some of these people they don't have that kind of support system outside of like within their family and i'm well aware of that i mean and I'm well it just it's more of more it's more because you know kids in schools they like bullying is real if y'all haven't and that's what and that's
1: why i said so, i feel like it's it's for the for the family to be able to have that conversation but with what their, if the
2: family is not that supportive of it what if the family is example, well, then,
3: then you'll never be able to get rid of it I mean, it's simple. You having a class isn't going to teach anybody shit. People take... People have been in... Okay, but that allows them room to form their own opinions. We already
1: have sex education classes and health classes. Like, we already know, like, what's straight and what's not.
0: But that's... But But it's not the thing. I feel like like it's not about how they're using their bodies. Because when you think of sex education, you're learning about the body. You're learning about sex. You're learning about how things work. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're learning about yourself. I feel like when it comes to, like, LGBTQ plus history and things like that it's it's history a whole layer of history like i said that's been a race that we haven't learned about it's when we go through high school we learn about the same u.s government what, what's happening in well, in the 20th what, century
1: what about it is a race um just what you know what
0: i'm exactly saying the exactly same
1: race i mean this it's is up, thing to which, felt it's up to them if but they want to put it out there
2: that they're gay or not i feel like I mean, they
1: have the hold that's on, the whole point have, of hold the but it's not
2: Wait, 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 This is the thing. You know, whenever you said about that part of history being erased, many, like, even this, like just check this. But people fail to realize that many of the great leadership and revolutions that happened were from people of color and even the LGBTQ plus community yes.
1: You know what? You know what? Yes.
2: Especially you when it what? came
1: to civil rights. You know what? You got a point. You bring up a point. I I you know what? I recall. Thank
0: you. you know what Especially you
2: bring in I take and, that back.
0: and and that's why I say it's so yeah. But these it's classes, so important for us to, we we want people to learn about our history. You know what I'm saying? And this is the thing. Because our history is history. History is history. But I feel like we want people to learn about our we have to be open-minded, we all do, to learning about someone else's history because it's our history. And this is the thing. I think sometimes people are just like, What does it have to do with me? Because I don't identify as LGBTQ plus or someone who is transgender. But it, it does include all what it's dude. all of our history and also and i feel like I feel if we understand the plight and we understand that we better know how to come together and well, have feel more like respect for each i each like i feel
1: like that should be a if they're going to put that in the in the school systems i feel like that should be a class of choice like people should be able to pick that class if that's the if that's but what this they is want the thing, Chase, because you got to understand yeah. like this is it's going to be hard to it's going to it's going to take years for people to get comfortable with that just because we've been conditioned to to a a certain way of life now like i said i'm for the movement but like i said i gotta be Mm -hmm. real i gotta be real here like it's gonna take some years for people to get comfortable with this so like i feel like for right now if it's gonna be implemented in the school systems it should be a choice like oh
2: they have a. but this is the thing you can't teach an adult how to formulate opinions like because you know we already have our own opinions by the time we're old enough we have already formulated our own opinions on how we view the world so by putting these courses in schools like African American history, Mexican American history, Latino history, Native American history, LGBTQ plus um history uh and teaching it to younger like to the younger generation, you know, and how you said put it, like you know, it, you should put it on the family in order to teach these kind of things. But the whole thing about that is You know, the families, there are some families out there who are biased and teach the wrong type of values. And, you know, if we want everybody to be treated equally or we hope for change, we need to put these courses in school so that these children can formulate their own opinions on these situations. You're right. You're right.
0: And when I also... Also, too, when I say that it is our history as well, you have to think we do have people in the black community while we're preaching Black Lives Matter that identify as, you know, what I'm saying LGBTQ plus or transgender or whatever, but have all these other intersections, too. So it is our history because they are black as well. And that story and that experience has impact in how we mm-hmm. move.
1: You know, what I mean, you yeah, both bring up a good point. Okay. Cam, you got something? Yeah. So so what
3: I'm going to do is I'm going to speak for myself. Um, I don't want to come across insensitive okay. or anything because I'm all for, you know, accepting everybody for who they are. But I feel that if we're going to be taught, you know, LGBTQ plus and all that stuff, I mean, if you're going to implement that in schools, can y'all knock out the the shit that, that really, I mean, not saying it doesn't really matter, but like the shit that really matters. You can't get to that. You can't skip over it. You know, us black people okay. or colored people or anything. But before you get to that, I'm I'm not going to stand for that. Now, if that's because one thing that happens is you have black people that are gay or transgender, you have white people that are gay or transgender, and the way that they treat LGBTQ mm-hmm. is that they're like it's it's like their their own fucking race type shit, and they want to they acknowledge that before they acknowledge us black people our point. Or colored people. They, I agree with that. So, that to a so certain extent. So you're saying that yeah, they definitely. try
1: to like I'm, I'm move not, the goalposts, basically.
3: No, I mean they just. I I don't really. I don't fuck with that. I really don't fuck with that because you see more shit about, you know, fucking rainbows, and they got a whole flag, a whole fucking flag <laughs> that niggas be having on right. their cars. Niggas be having on uh, every goddamn thing, flying in front of courthouses and shit. In certain spots, but I mean, but before us, nah, I ain't with it. I ain't with it. Um, I mean, I definitely, I mean, feel I'm that. With and us.
2: sometimes, and we do definitely have a long way to go. There's a lot of history that we don't know. So,
1: like, what are you saying? So, like, are you saying, like, are you saying, like, with everything going on right now, like, they try to make the situation more like the community is trying to make it I'm more, speaking towards life. like like they make it more about them than what's going I'm on. I'm speaking period. Just period.
3: there's some people who make you know their fight more important than our fight because they feel like and and sometimes it'd be black people and it's and it's kind of sick to see because y'all are, y'all was standing strong on how you feel about how you know the LGBT community will will be should be treated or uh, put in, in in the public, but you won't fight. You're black and you're not even fighting. You're not even fighting or having. You're not even voicing your opinion or voicing your disgust to how we're treated. And I don't think that you know. One, I think I, I'm sorry. You teaching it in school, it's not gonna fucking work.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're
3: in school for what? For kids, you're in school for eight hours of the day. They're going back home. If their parent, if their parents don't like, don't like people, they're gonna get it when they get home. They're I mean, where you grow up will, will make you who you are more than school. Yeah, life
1: will teach you that. Son, I mean, it's, it's really
3: just all depends on a person. You teaching somebody about oh, uh, gay history or some shit. It's going to do what? It's not going to do much. Shit, people barely know anything about Black history. Yeah, and,
1: and, and I agree with you, and that's why I'm just saying, like, it's just like, it's not going to do... If anything, it's going to confuse people. If anything, like, people are going to not know what to do, <laughs> like, what to be or anything at an early age. So it's like...
0: You think, you think that that has impact on how people make their decisions as far as how they identify? At that at a young age, I mean based on what, at a young age you should already know if, whether if
1: you're you know gay or straight, like you should already know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you know, but like like I said, this but like it being thing, forced like, well, upon like that's different, like they're even trying to get like kids' shows, you know what I'm saying, like even infant shows like fresh out the wound type shows, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like. And they just said SpongeBob gay. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like like damn. Like I understand like I know we earlier we said uh population control, but it's like what are y'all trying to do here? Like what's the agenda? Confuse the fuck out of everybody? <laughs>
2: like I think the whole thing is So you think there's an up? agenda with it? I don't think there's an agenda, but I feel like like you know going back to what Cam had said uh and what I said earlier, I feel like, you know, We are all fighting, us as a black community, we're all fighting the same fight, but, you know, we make it into a competition because, you know, we want one, like one side's voice to be heard because that side's voice isn't being heard. And then there's also, you know, black women and black feminism, they want to make their fight and their voice be heard even louder than what the whole bigger picture is. And
1: and that's something, and and that's what Cam was speaking on. And I'm like, I agree with like, like that's just moving the goalposts basically. Like we got bigger fish to fry right now. Why are we focusing on a one sided but, conversation? But it's not a we bigger thing. You have to be this. careful with that. Like, we why have are to we be talking about something that. else when we was already talking about we this? We have to be careful like, with we, saying. Like, we can bring that in the conversation. Like, we already true, started something. But look, like, we no. We can just bring that in. Yeah, why
3: can't we? Why can it all yeah, be one? Yeah, why can't it
1: all just be one? Like, like being inclusive, it can all just
3: yeah. Be yeah. Saying, right.
0: Like, but the thing is, you have to think about this: the same thing was happening back in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, when black women were fighting for their own women's rights and were going to black men to discuss basically how they can integrate the, the the fight of the black woman into civil rights or into the movement. And they were being told like, "We have bigger fish to fry. Like, we need to get we need to take one step at a time." But I feel like that's a problem because it's like, how long do you wait? It's the same thing that we, we as black a, people were saying. We, we, we have no we to we gotta we'll wait. get we gotta there. Wait until the job just is wait. done and just wait.
1: Shit, I mean the stuff has not been done.
0: But how is that not the a part of the gonna how, how is that not a part of the job if we are all black yeah. and we all you have to think about that. Every there's intersections. You can't just say like, oh, um, this is more important. You know what I'm saying than this? There are intersections of identity. We have brothers and sisters who do identify yeah. as LGBTQ+, plus, yeah. who do identify as transgender. So when we're saying Black Lives Matter, we have to include that part of them because that is who they are. That's their experience. And I agree with you. That's why I'm saying, world. why can't
1: we all just include that with what we're talking about in the conversation when we're talking about uh, oppression and Because all of how
2: people were raised. Because whenever people bring their values into it, then shit becomes blinded, like shit becomes blurry and you know, people go based off their and own. And you values. have to think
0: right. And you have to think some people are more comfortable talking about race than they are about um someone's sexual orientation. Or so for some reason, not sure why. You know what I'm saying? But it's so much easier for us to talk about racism because it's something that, you know, what I'm saying we've been dealing with for such a long time, even though we know sexual orientation has been around forever. But somehow there's this comfortability with staying in certain like barriers, like not crossing certain barriers when we have these conversations. I would love to talk about it all in one sitting as we are right now. This is why I wanted to have this conversation today. But I get I get what you're saying. I just think we need to be more open-minded and understand that. That is that too is also a part of how someone walks through their black experience, if that makes sense. there's no there's no single mold to what the black experience looks like. And I think we need to be a little bit more open minded I mean, right. to that.
1: And you're right. And then, and then, you know what? And then there's probably some people that's out there that are just unaware. You know, like me, like I feel like I'm fully not una- yeah. I'm fully I'm not fully aware of what's going on with the LGBT. IA now community, and that's so like, okay. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not familiar yeah. what's going on with that community, and I that's all, yeah. That's I why a we're a here a to teach. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah, here to no, teach each other. It's a, a
0: teachable a. moment.
1: Yeah. It's a the hell. Is, what is IA? I, I don't know that they got it though. I'm gonna just stay off of it. I'm, yeah, I'm going don't answer
0: of if it. you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not even gonna say
3: nothing. Don't, don't answer know. if you but don't that, but know. But that just bring, that brings that brings
0: up my that Google brings up my free. point. Like
1: I'm not. I'm unaware. I'm unaware.
0: I'm not even gonna tell What's y'all. On? That's your homework for tonight.
1: My homework for tonight. That's your
0: homework for tonight. Google.
2: Yes. Yes, sir. I would yeah. expect a full page report. what by is, the with the P- IA is. Wait,
3: wait, and so wanna, is LGBTQ, a LGBTQ plus IA you know, or just IA? Yeah. IA. No,
2: the L-G-B-T-
1: plus G-B-T- is the IA. I, I, the
0: I,
2: and, I mean, yes. there's multiple spectrums of sexuality. It. It's not limited to just I'm pretty sure. those I'm letters. In-
3: intersex, asexual, or allied. Asexual is you don't have a gender, mm-hmm.
2: Right. A, a gender preference? No, Ooh, that's Wait, not what, what that is. I don't. I don't.
1: You know. don't
3: have a gender preference,
1: so you just choose. Isn't what that you what a- be? A-
3: asexual means? Like when it comes to like biology and shit. I don't know.
1: I'm not even gonna touch it. I'm not even gonna touch it.
0: Say that again. Yeah, let's <laughs> not touch that. I'm not even gonna touch it. We're gonna do some research <laughs> tonight. Without that's sexual the homework for tonight
3: or associate. Good night. All right. Um.
2: I mean, all in all, just to wrap it up. Yeah, I um, think we got it
1: pretty
3: much.
2: I think us as a black community have a failure to lean on each other because we all have different experiences. Now, like Jalen has said, the black experience is not just one, it's not just one mold to the black experience. And, you know, us as a people, we need to band together and learn to realize that because. If we we are stronger as a unit, including like and in being by being inclusive to everything and everybody's experience, then we are just as one thing. So if we all banded together, mm-hmm. then we can expect shit to actually change for our community and for the better. We're
0: a stronger force. No, I'm with you. 100%. Most definitely. One hundred percent. Most definitely. I agree. I feel like there's so many things that we don't. I was telling Sydney earlier that we don't think about like like for example, like ability. Like we have people that are, I don't like to say disabled, but people that may be disabled, people that may mm-hmm. be in a wheelchair, people that may have certain health conditions. You know what I'm saying? Like different things on how them walking through the world with that and then that intersecting with their blackness, it's gonna affect them different than it would
2: me. Because my experience may be different from them. And us as a people, we're we're so quick to judge each other and judge others who are different from us. So we just need to remove that mindset and just, like I said, we need to look at the bigger picture, like Lil Baby said in his song. We need to look at the bigger picture and- okay whatever that's a fire song everybody go listen to it but <laughs> I'm
0: <not doing> it. <laughs> and I like how I like how Chase said when he was just like I'm not super like informed about this and I love that you said that because I'm like I told Sydney earlier I'm like this is literally something for us to be able to teach each other and to kind of like learn from each other and just get different perspectives especially because we're all in different places right now um, but just learning off of each other and just basically sharing our knowledge. That's why I'm like, it's perfectly okay to not know. You know, there's nothing wrong with not knowing certain things.
2: I You're mean, always I hope so. You know, I hope so. Like, as far as gender, I don't want to walk into that. As, as far a as, teacher, as gender I don't walk and everything, into a grocery store and somebody just you know, check
1: me on some shit.
2: <laughs> I mean, as far as gender, <laughs> right. I feel. Right. What happened, happened in '95? As far as gender, I feel like. <laughs> what
1: happened in '95? I be like, oh shit, y'all. I don't
2: know. <laughs> y'all <laughs> like, as far as gender i oranges. feel like oh my god <laughs> not orange it's not the season yet. as far no, as reason, gender oh my god y'all
0: oh my god oh my god y'all let, let us speak
2: as far as gender in the black community and how we were talking about last time we feel like Black men don't support black women or go as hard for black women as you know black women do for black men. Maybe I think we just need. Maybe maybe let her finish. Let her finish. No, no, no! Don't maybe argue with me on this because it's true. If y'all don't argue with me. Maybe just, if y'all accept us for who you maybe not y'all are. Y'all let her. her, her, her let her finish you her, her point. Let her finish her point. Not win this argument if you started you will not Maybe win. Y'all pick Let her her, let her finish your point. and, and then, then you can say whatever you got to say. Both y'all, I'll shut both <laughs> of y'all down. <laughs> no, y'all I'm not I'm not arguing with argument. you. I'm not arguing
1: <laughs> with you. I'm just I'm just I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you.
2: Okay. Back to This is what a I was safe saying. space, guys. Oh my gosh. I don't understand a black man's experience because I don't have a penis. I'm a woman. I'm a black woman and I can only tell you so much about the shit that I experience on a daily. Now, I feel like it's other it's like black men's job and other people's job. To pretty much, I'm sorry y'all, I feel like it's, you yeah. know, yes, yeah, it's, it's our job to take responsible, not take responsibility, but to take the initiative to understand other people's experiences instead of just putting it off because you don't understand or you never experienced it for yourself. Because somebody that you know and somebody that you're close to is experiencing that same thing. mm mm-hmm. We can't go based on our own understand. experiences. We need to, you want to understand, but there are people out there who, like, you know, we cry for equality. We cry for, you know, feminism and women empowerment. We cry for uh, sexuality and equality. We cry for, you know, mental health and we cry for health care, but- you know, we're not taking the time to understand all of those different aspects because we can only go based on what we know. And whenever people make these cries, it's like they're being ignored and even by our own people.
0: Alright. Agreed. Well. Agreed. Like I said, we have to we have to understand that we don't know we don't know everything. And really the smartest person knows that they don't know anything at all. So we just have to be more open because we, I feel like we only see things through our perspective and not through other people's when we're making like judgments or when we're just kind of like formulating our opinions, but we definitely need to be a little bit more open-minded. Not a little bit, a well, lot I mean, more you're open-minded. you're right.
1: And see, like me, like, I'm not going to say I've been, well, I can only speak for myself But see, I've been conditioned a certain way of life, Mm -hmm. but I'm open, but I'm also open to the fact that there is also another, you know, way of life that's out there. So like, I'm understanding, but like I said, how, how, how the community is going about it though, is where my frustration comes in.
2: If that, if that, if that makes any sense, like, I mean, we just all have to realize everybody is important. No matter where you come from, or what background, or what sexuality you have, we are all. all, Yes, we all bleed the same color. We are all human. We will all die eventually. I mean, I'm
1: forever twenty one, but okay.
2: Shut up! You ain't even twenty one right now. Whatever. You're not even twenty one right now, so I don't want to hear it.
0: Girl, look, and I didn't hit 22, you know and what? he's definitely you know not 21 man. anymore. So I, I don't feel a He hit 21.
1: Him. I feel a He's He excited. Hit 21. Almost at 30 end. at this point. Yeah.
3: My birthday was yesterday. I'm 29. You know what?
2: Cameron, you're oh, 20. Wow. You just you turned made a 20. jump. You grown.
3: I am 20... 20- no, 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 was, you just turned weak. 20. You
2: know, you, you just turned 22. Child, okay, it is still 2020. Child. You ain't... You No, I ain't no fucking child, so don't child. even tell me that shit. Because I you, you, are are only, you, you are only five months and ten di- four days older than me, so I don't even want to hear it.
3: So am I older than you? All right, then. Good night. All right, so... Okay, but we
2: came out the same year, so blue, I don't want to hear blue. it. Okay, <laughs> um... <laughs> That's the conversation. I for think we should day. wrap it up. All right, y'all. So yeah, I hope hard. y'all enjoyed this episode. I hope y'all take in all the jewels that we dropped in it. Some long, some. And, right. and I just want to
1: everybody to know that if I offend anybody, I do apologize. Like I said, I'm unaware. But like I also said, like this is a podcast, so like there has to be some kind of debate here. This is some kind of they got to be some kind initiative. of debate here. So like, believe me, yes. I'm with the movement. I'm with I'm with the LGBT cap lgbtia community uh but i'm still kind of learning about you know everything that's going on with every with with the whole you know situation that you guys are going through right now so big ups to y'all big ups to all my friends and fam that are part of that community as well and uh yeah i let y'all go.
2: and you know we are As we said, we are a podcast, we are a platform, and we do also want to understand other perspectives and other experiences. So no matter your race, gender, sexuality, we're all open to it. And if you guys do want to be a guest, you guys can hit us up on our Instagram account at It's Black City. So yeah, so just be sure to hit us up if you guys want to be featured as a guest speaker on an episode.
1: Okay.
0: Remember, y'all, to
2: be open-minded. Put that on a t-shirt. Me. That's another blackout merch. Yes. Another blackout merch. <clears throat> blackout merch. we're going to be dropping that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once I get a design ready. But we're going to yes, be dropping sir. that.
3: <laughs> yes, sir. yes, sir. All right. Well, it. y'all drink your cranberry juice and cut your oranges and stay safe. I mean.
2: And brush your teeth. <laughs> Not the... <laughs> okay, I don't want to hear it. We, we don't want to hear about your right, bladder all right. issues. <laughs> all right,
3: y'all. y'all because you're going to definitely have some.
2: All right, bye. Bye,
1: you guys. i now.
2: Bye.